Coming to you from an Airbnb in Morro Bay, California, I'm Katie. I'm Ann. And I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Everybody. We are recording remotely today from our little uh, corporate retreat <laughs> getaway for the week. Not the week, but a few days. So yeah, we are um, spending a couple days in Morro Bay and in the surrounding area. And uh, yeah, what have, what have we done so far? What's been, what's been fun? We bought a bunch of stuff we'll talk about, but Got a ton of stuff. <laughs> um, I I'm so excited because you guys have been in this area a little bit more than I have. I, I loved that you showed me Harmony. Oh yeah, that Harmony's little, cool. Little place, or do you have to say Harmony Population Eighteen? Yeah, I think you have <laughs> to. I think it's part of the name. Statement. Harmony Population Eighteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. I speculate what it takes to get on the population count. You know, mm. like, do you have to pass tests? Is there a special harmony citizenship? Probably. Like, what if someone has a baby? You can get married to the wedding chapel. Does it count? Ooh. Temporarily? I would, Temporarily? I would doubt it. They're going to have to change all the mugs and magnets that yeah. they sell. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> just a visitor at that point. Unless you live there. And you got married there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, who wants to start with what they're working on? Um, I'll start. Okay, go for it. Okay. Ooh, nobody fights over that usually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the faraway jumper that you're making. So I'm making one, but I'm changing the pattern a little bit. Because I, I like the color work on the yoke, but I'm not done with it. I want to keep it going. So I've just um, figured out how many rows in between sets of color work. I'm doing the, this is like a sunflower coloring with gold and brown. It's like a warm gray background with spring green and um, sunflower yellow and of course that a chocolatey brown as my colors. It's really pretty what yarn are you using? This is Knit Pick Swish DK. Nice. And I'm also using stash but I don't have quite enough to do the whole background in one color so thus I'm being creative by extending the the um, color work. Nice. Because then that'll help stretch my background color. Uh huh. So. Cool. And you might inspire somebody down the road. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a fun pattern. Mm-hmm. I only started this like Thursday before we left on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So, it goes quick. And I didn't hardly touch it yesterday. Um, how far are you from like separating your sleeves? I am on, I'm finishing up row 26. And I need to get oaked. I need one more row, and then I'll be dividing. Nice. Oh, exciting. The best yeah. part. So, okay, earlier before we left, I, I had asked you if it was true to size, because at the time I thought, I don't know, this looks like it's going to be small. But at that point, I wasn't done with the upper color work, and I didn't realize I had a lot more yeah. increases to go. Yeah. And now I'm very confident that this will fit with, the sleeve separation and everything. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. And what are you working on? Wait, wait, are you guys working on more things? Were you working on something um, all day for the last two days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got so many things. Oh, yeah. That was a crochet sweater. Uh, I am working on a, a quilt top, hopefully, and it'll be a finished quilt 
by end of July, so that, because it's going to be our camping quilt, because it's, I forget the name of the pattern, it's around here somewhere, I put stuff away to try to make space, but it's all these trees in the, like a forest and a vintage looking camper, which I did finish that portion today. Nice. The camper is very cute. Mm -hmm. uh, in the pattern, they have it with peach and white, but you know, I like that vintage teal, Cadillac green, you know, whatever that pe that teal color of Cadillac, you know, it, is it Cadillac? It's not Cadillac. It's uh, T-Bird. Chrysler, maybe? T-Bird. Oh, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that now minty, minty T-Bird mm -hmm. color. So I've got that I'm working on. And, oh, I'm also working on a bag called the um, Festival Afghan Bag. Um, <laughs> Tell us more. It's a bunch of granny squares, and you put it together, and it has a lining. It's some rectangles, and then the tops gather together onto circular handles, mm -hmm. which got delivered while we were up here at home. So nice. So waiting for me. So, like, you wouldn't carry that at a festival, though, would you? <laughs> it's a pretty big bag. It's like a hobo-style bag, I but guess. But, like, it's going to be heavy. I guess it's With for you to... circle. I, she's Candles. from the UK, so maybe they do festivals differently in the UK. <laughs> I'm like, you I've know? never been. I mean, I've been to a fair, a craft fair. I've when never we, been to yeah, a festival. Yeah, when we think of festival, I think of like something out in the desert with lots of music or something. I, or the only other thing I've, I've gone to was or like somewhere Fresno in the, in the summer. Or, or, then, or, yeah, I guess I do go to a blues festival, um, which is not particularly hot. But I mean, you're sitting most of the time, you're carrying your stuff. Of which these small, these handles would be way too small for that. You know, these are not the over-your-shoulder type handles. So not an ideal festival bag, but... No, that's just, it's just the name of the shop. Okay. <laughs> shop. You know, like 29-minute clears. Oh. <laughs> or 49-minute clears, whatever. I know I'm getting the, It's a Monty Python thing. Okay. Yeah. You know, oh, I understood that right away, but like, I didn't know what kind, what skit that is. It's just the name of the shop. <laughs> but, you know, maybe festival means something different in the UK where the designer's from. And I'm having to translate to UK terms in crochet, mm -hmm. which once I, I, I just look at it, I'm like, okay, I know it says treble, but I'm not thinking treble. I'm thinking double. The bigger thing was remembering that, because uh, they don't have single crochet. They, what they call a... S double. Well, they have du their double is like their single. Yeah. But a slip stitch is still a slip stitch, isn't but it's it? it's a half double. I don't know what their half double is. No, maybe they just call it a half double. Oh, it's like a it's a half, it's a half treble. It's a half treble. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense, but right, right, right. <laughs> I suppose to them in, it does. In context, <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe they have the longer history than we do. I don't know if they were crochet before the colonies or work. I mean, it's French, from. right? So the word crochet is French, but it was invented yes. by Irish women. Oh well. Oh, we'll have okay. to ask the Irish women. So the U.S. terms probably are the ones that are not as accurate. I just yeah, but in my American like uh, mind, I'm like we're the ones that are obviously right, right? Right. Like, Duh. <laughs> oh, okay, I understand why they get the trouble though, because at one point you have three loops. Three loops. Well, okay. I and I understand why they two, call it that, but in two. my brain it's wrong because I'm trained in, in non-classical crochet, I suppose. <laughs> non-classical. <laughs> um, cool. You it's also great. cut out a bunch of fabric. I did cut out a bunch of fabric, but I didn't know if I could talk about this time or the next time. I guess it's just... I mean, you're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
know what's neat is when we make the rules. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so um, my husband had asked a while ago very nicely, but not aggressively. So you kind of have to, oh, if, you want yeah, something, if you want something, you need to be a little more aggressive with me or oh, I'll ignore okay. it. Or I'll think, yeah, you're I was like, I would hope he wouldn't ask you aggressively for something, but okay. But if you're too pushy, I'm also not interested. Right. <laughs> it's no, a real my delicate art. never, never pushy about anything, so... Uh, so I would know he meant it. Anyway, so we one of our stops, we went to a, a, one one of many. We went to a quilt store. <laughs> the first quilt store we stopped at um, had a back quarter pack of flannels, and they're the nice like Kaufman flannels where they're they're woven all the way through, um, and they made this quilt called Vineyard, which is um, like a ten inch square and a couple five inch squares, all like. It looks like a random patterning, but they really are. They're adorable. Uh-huh. Made of these flannels, plaids. So I kind of fell in love with that. And it's the perfect size, as she pointed out, for the giant National Parks panel, which we'll talk about later. And um, which is important to us because we like to go to National Parks. We like to go camp and do that kind of thing. So I thought that would be a nice one. look. The backing is already one piece. Nice. Um, it's a really, really big panel. So I cut that out, and then I had to decide: Am I going to try to sew on that, or am I going to sew on something else? I had already brought two sewing projects, one which I decided I would not do, and the other one I did, but did not complete. What is the one you decided not to do? Oh, my high tops. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that you Because the high tops are different. Okay, so there's something I'm working on. Oh, yeah. I'm working on quilted high tops with a, a type of wandering flying geese motif where the geese are coming from the back of the foot to the front. Um, but, you know, to get that as a quilted piece to fit with, with where the geese all fit into the pattern of the high top, I'm having to kind of freeform it a little bit. What is... Brisha, remember she taught what was Brisha. it called? Freeform. Yeah, I think so. So this is like freeform quilting. Um, in improv sense, quilting. It's improv. This is improv because I do have the pattern piece and that I can kind of lay my pieces as I go over it. And um, so, so I'll do. I've got. I had did all my flying geese as individual pieces, and now I'm just fitting them with filler pieces of background in between. Ooh. So, so is it they, like maybe crazy quilting a little bit, but with a traditional pattern in it? It's not that crazy because I know that it's it's the triangles of the flying geese with the background, which is like a charcoal linen-y looking thing. Um, and I have it over, I, the, the background is oversized because I will be Quilting that to um, the the foam, uh -huh. the foam form. I don't know forms there. Where the foam? What do you call that? Just foam yardage. Interfacing? No, it's not interfacing. Oh, they do have they do have shape flex on all the pieces. And well, I take that back. The linings have shape flex. There will be foam in between that the top is quilted too mm -hmm. and I will once I have the top piece done then I'll put shape flex on top of you know to kind of hold those layers all extra together uh -huh. 
Because I feel like even though it's quilted, this is a shoe and it's going to wear differently. Than, yeah, than it's not like quilt. you're making a quilt or a bag. No, it's a quilt you're, you're going to push around your feet and make your feet work around it, you know. <laughs> so anyway, so that I did the first shoe and I and it was it was good. I just haven't had the energy to go back and, and do it. Though I brought everything with me. I brought my my super heavy um, like rivet press and for making the grommets, but LBC. didn't feel like doing it. No, I didn't because I felt like you know what on the evenings I'm just good. We're gonna watch our TV and I'll do my crochet and that just seemed relaxing. Nice. So I think I we've think... been doing a splendid job of relaxing. Yes, it oh, has yeah. been a very chill time. Yeah. Sometimes we're doing stuff together. Sometimes we're off doing our own thing. And there was no set (laughs) itinerary. Yeah, let's be independent together. Yeah, I think that I think that is everything that everything we're thinking about right now. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good way to categorize. Um. Okay. Now it's your turn. No, it is not. Okay, it's my turn. (laughs) It's Katie's turn. Sorry. Um. What is? I am working on um a couple of crochet projects. I am currently making a sample of the hexagon market bag, which is a class that I am teaching in a couple weeks when this comes out, I think in a couple Saturdays from now. Um, but I have a sample of it already at the studio that I did in like a self-striping yarn. The pattern has you use like three separate colors in like a sequence. So I figured I should probably make one in the, you know, the way that the, uh, designer intended so i have a a self-striping on the sample yeah i used one of those mandala ombre i think is the yarn um and now i am making a second sample in loops and threads capri eco cotton which is like a what do they say recycled cotton and polyester blend from michael's world cheap but good colors i have a like a sagey green. I just finished the first half and like a foresty green and a brownie, kind Ooh. of taupey brownie color. I like it. So you make two sort of not really granny, but kind of granny-ish shaped or not shaped hexagons um, that come together and then you add a handle and it makes a market bag. So that is my um, uh, second sample for that. And then as Karen mentioned, the faraway sweater, I, that is a class that I'm teaching in August. Um, and I have already made one, um, which I'll talk about that one in our next segment, but I'm working on a second one for me. Um, oh, 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 I <laughs> like it. No, no, it's not candy corn. It's <laughs> Everybody says it's like, it's, oh, it's a Halloween no, sweater. No, and no, I'm like, no, it's not. It's a campfire. Yeah. It's my it was supposed to be like retro 70s. Yeah. It was my yes. theme. Yes. So the base is a chocolate brown and then there's like a off-white sort of cream color, a bright orange and like a, a golden yellow um, are my one, two, three, four colors. And I'm I think I'm at probably the exact same row that you are on yours, Karen. <laughs> I think I have like one round before I separate. Size, maybe? Probably. Um, and the yarn I am using is Paintbox Simply DK. Mm. I made a hat for my cousin with this yarn in these exact colors 
Since you said a couple campfire, years ago, I see the flames. It's so cool. I didn't say campfire. I made the pattern was called the retro camp beanie that I made for my cousin Claire. And it was these same colors. So when I was like going to pick out yarn, I was like, I'm just going to use those same colors for this pattern. Um, so that is what I brought to work on. I haven't touched it this weekend, but um, there's that. And I am working on a quilt mostly while we've been here. Um, it is a pattern by, uh, I think her Instagram or her designer name is the Retro Quilter. Um, let me double check. I think that is what it is. Yeah, the Retro Quilter. And it is her Pop and Posies pattern, um, which is her latest pattern release. And it is... Um, like these big poppy flower blocks offset with like a checkerboard block. Um, very retro-y. And that is for a gift for somebody. And I think those are all of the things I am actively working on at this moment. Okay. So now it is your turn, Anne. I'm sorry. Turn. I didn't take it's very long. True. You can talk about the other things yeah. after you. I <laughs> am going... To talk really <laughs> three rounds slow. No, I have plenty to talk about anyway. Um, I am working on a ton of things as usual, but I'm still applying some discipline to not starting. Uh huh. Um, which is so hard as I go on. <laughs> um, I have been pretty diligent. We took like a little family trip um, at the beginning of April. And I have been pretty diligently um, focusing on the things I said I would do next, which are um, Dante's Tom 10 sweater. And um, I was also working very carefully on my ghost in the orchard vest. Uh -huh. um, but then I did squeeze some other things in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I have fallen for... Oh, yeah, they're so cute. Oh, you got the Pac-Man. Oh, Pac yeah. Because cute. Because they have Pac-Man crochet hooks in there. Oh, I saw that. I almost bought it <laughs> just for that excuse, but I was like, I don't need that. But they are very cute. It's Blinky, which I actually haven't started Blinky. But you could buy, like, the set, which is a cherry, the red ghost Blinky, and um, Pac-Man Pac himself. And were these also from Super Buddy? No, I bought these from directly from them because oh, oh. it was, like, a promotion. Oh. So I'm super close. Yeah. So like, they make good references to um, to this classic game. I won't say this on air, but they have a great password for this. Um, oh, uh huh. For the pattern. <laughs> for this pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cute. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm close. I just need to do his. I have his little yellow body done, and I just need to do his. Um, Second part of his upper mouth and put his eyeballs in. Yes, upper palate. Cute. Or tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's very cute. There's t They give you plenty of yarn, so if you have to, like, start over. Uh -huh. They started, these are beginner level patterns, so they started the circle for you. I don't know if they always do that. They do. I find it all, I find having a little trouble adapting to this method of 
presenting the pattern mm -hmm. because I am not a beginner. Right. So I just wanted to dive right in. Just like give me the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe not in love with that as an experienced crocheter. Go ahead, Karen. I have a question. Label related. Yeah. These patterns are meant to be handed to someone who's never picked up crochet hooks before. I think that's perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't agree. You don't. I don't. Oh, I do. One of my coworkers said that she hadn't crocheted in like a long, long time and she like was basically new and could she do it? And I was like, if you picked one of the basic ones, I think you could totally do it. Maybe I just picked hard ones. Maybe. The unicorn, the unicorn was hard. Was well, challenging. I told her like That's the bunny or the chick or like, you yeah. know, yeah, one okay, round okay. little body. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see it. If you pick the right one. Because I, and I bought also, there was like a little here. If you also, if you buy right now, you could add on this exclusive unicorn. And so I fell for that. Oh, the like rainbow one? Yeah. No, he's not rainbow. He's blue and pink. Oh, cute. He's like a blue mane and pink something. Um, so I did do that. Mm. And then when they arrived, Mirabella was like, oh, I want to do one. Can I do one? I'm like, these Pac-Man are mine. Like this Pac-Man stuff is mine. Yeah. Back on. <laughs> But here, have a unicorn kid. <laughs> well, I haven't told her that yet because I'm like, I've bought her a ton of kits. Sure. And none mm. of them are ever cheap. They're not, it's not like a good deal buying kits usually. No. <laughs> no. And so I, um, gave, I, I said, you haven't finished any kit I've, that you've ever gotten. And my son's girlfriend gave her a um, cross stitch kit for her birthday a few, like a month and a half ago. I'm like, you haven't even touched that. So she has lost the embroidery needle that came with it mm -hmm. and so I was not in the mood to go looking for my own for her so I picked some up while we were out and I will be giving it to her and if she shows like initiative she can really have a unicorn motivated I will give her the unicorn nice because this was just kind of scratching an itch yeah <laughs> and the itch is scratched so yeah they're very cute kits I'm uh I'm like okay this was fun I will finish my little little guy mm-hmm and I will uh, Call be today. satisfied <laughs> with my little experience. I think so. I am um, working on my on my Pac-Man. Um, I got pretty far on my Ghost in the Orchard. I have like the back and the armhole edging. I have like maybe a third of the back and the shoulders, and then armhole and neck nice. and edging to do. But I curse myself because I don't know if you guys caught that last time we recorded I was like I'll be telling you about how I finished this <laughs> uh -huh. and then um it's not finished <laughs> it's okay so you finished a lot of things last month I yeah I I, I was good <laughs> and as far as knitting went I was fairly disciplined with um staying on task of uh -huh. my goal nice uh, I just uh I think I lost one of my needles while I was in transit, and so I've been feeling kind of bummed about that and not wanting to address that problem. Right. <laughs> That's the problem with traveling with straight needles. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can just like, drop one. <laughs> and I don't know. It could be in my son's car. It could be um, on the train, <laughs> uh, which I took my first serious train ride from San Diego back to Ventura, and it was lovely. Nice. Except for the guy who wanted to chat with me, like an older gentleman who wanted to like be friendly. Uh -huh. And I had my earphones in, I had my book going, I had my pattern open. Yeah. Like I feel like all the cues were there. You were in a vibe and he was yes. like, yeah. But I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I feel like I was going to miss an opportunity by not 
pushing that boundary with myself. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Karen, what happened? This is, a, this is the second time I've been I've done this row. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Apparently, okay, this is a word of warning to people who think that late night crafting is a good idea. Until you get several rows over and you realize I started the row correctly and then I've got a big section that I, I just went into autopilot and I did not. Oh, the very last stitch was correct. But <laughs> I've got a section that I didn't do correctly. And um, yeah, it's going to bug me. So, alrighty. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I am ripping out like everybody else. Well, I think it's important to stop and acknowledge that when we do it because yeah. people don't believe that we do it. I yeah. I messed up like supremely on Tuesday, Thursday last week when I was at drop-in because I was making the second sample of this bag, which was in totally different colors. And it's like a 12-round motif. And I was attaching them and I was like, why don't they like match? Maybe I'm not getting something. And then I finished attaching them and like fudging it to make it work, which I shouldn't have to do in a sample. Like I want it to be, to be right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until I realized that one of them was a 13 row motif. And it's not like I could have just ripped it back because I had done the first color <laughs> a whole extra round. Aww. So they were always like, so I just like almost threw that project away. I'm I know, like, like I don't care about this anymore. So I'm I'm just gonna start a new one in I'm different colors. You you're saying yes. Yes. I'm throwing you on the ground because I don't like you anymore. Yeah, I'm like you're going in timeout, and everybody at the table was like, "Oh my god, Katie made a mistake." I'm like, I do this all the time. I know we seem like knitting goddesses, and we are. <laughs> but but that doesn't mean we're perfect. No. no. <laughs> Not too far. I messed up at the end. So okay. Only one and a portion of a row. Well, this afternoon, Katie asked me if I had memorized a pattern. <laughs> and I said no, because I was trying not to um, get too full of myself. So uh, it turned out just directly before that question was asked of me, I made like a huge mistake. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like walking and knitting this cabled hat. And I was like. You don't have a pattern in front of you, but like maybe she's memorized the pattern. Maybe it's like an eight row repeat. I didn't look that closely. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, did you memorize that pattern already? And she was like, no. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Because the plane Good. rounds, I was really only like walking if I was on a plane round. Yeah. If I was on a pattern round, I was standing still. <laughs> yeah. Or like sitting at a restaurant or yes. something. Yeah. And I just want to say, I experienced a little bit today of what other people have experienced watching me walk around doing, when you're walking around doing your craft oh, you're, you're not, not paying attention your, you're not yeah. seeing yourself and how awesome you look when you're doing this <laughs> i thought you were going to say something different <laughs> and then as, as now being an outsider going oh that's what everyone sees that is genius yes she looks so it is really impressive when you see someone else walking around with their doing their knitting either or their crocheting while they're literally walking you know at places it was very impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing I've been working with seriousness on is Dante's Thompson. And, you know, he's a big guy. He's like 6'2". And this is a man-sized sweater. He's into man-sized sweaters. So I'm grateful that as a um, man-sized person, he is still asking me for... Yeah, that's nice. ...knitted things. So um, I did get through a shoulder. 
<laughs> which if you have ever made a tom 10 that's actually like knitting half of a front or, right or, or it makes up a large part of the front of yeah, the sweater because it's the it's the front of the shoulder and the back of the shoulder at the same time uh-huh the one fussy part of the sweater yeah so one shoulder is done cool and one shoulder remains and one sleeve remains cool and that is my end of that segment nice <laughs> she's done with her what she's working on karen what have you finished this month one thing sweet yay my shoes oh the shoes are pretty glorious so i bought soul pardon my chair it's a it doesn't have wheels or anything we're on a flat floor anyway so i bought the a kit of the soles and the padding that goes in it from sneaker kit it's a company from some other country in Europe. I can't remember where from. And apparently you can also get them in the U.S., but I didn't know that when I went to the foreign website. <laughs> uh, all the sizes are European are Euro sizes, So, but there's a chart that lets you know what your U.S. shoe equivalent would be. And it actually is a lot simpler because, you know, men's and women's feet really aren't different. Um, it's just the sizes, right? Um, so I was able to find my size and, you know, it's always like, wait a minute, when I make this, is this really going to fit my foot? It actually does and it fits very comfortably. So that's the, but then I had to make the top, the part that actually encloses your foot. And I had stash cork fabric and I put, I knew one was not going to be thick enough. So I put two layers, I glued them together and um, with some really heavy duty stuff. And then I, what else did I do? Um, I see, you don't really have to seal cork, but these being shoes and they were going to get scuffed and I wanted them to be able to be cleaned up easily. So I went ahead and did a, a sealant on them and I have a special, I have all this stuff in my stash. Nice. <laughs> because someday I'm going to make these things and I did. And here you are. And here I am. Some days now. Yeah. Um, I saw this, it's a, it's like a paint for leather and it also works on cork that I'd gotten a couple years ago. And the, there's a tool that you use where you dip in a little bit of paint and it rolls it on so that you don't get it dripping down the sides. And that was really handy. That way the top, you're not looking at raw cut edges. Um, I made the, um, they're like sandals, so they have open cutouts. where They're like sneakers with holes, like sandal-like holes in them. And then I even made my shoelaces. And um, I did get little, caps that were gunmetal because that's like my favorite type of metallic thing. Aglets? Aglets, yeah. You got aglets? Aglets worth, yeah. That's what but the are aglets called. are so big that they will never fit through the grommets, so... They're permanently oh, laced. Oh, shoes are never going to come unlaced. Well, they'll come unlaced and we'll I'll step on them, the... but the lace won't actually come out of the shoe. They'll become untied, but they they'll won't become, become unlaced. There it is. There it is. So how did you make the laces? So the laces, I actually have some cording. And I probably could have made them a little bit thinner because I was afraid that if I just made, um, like, not bias tape, but, you know, like, yeah, you know, folded, double folded tape. It was just the fabric. Just, of just fabric that it wouldn't really hold up. Um, so I have cording, like piping type of cord. And I put that in the center. I probably could have made them a little, the fabric a little narrower, but it works. And when they tie, they actually stay tied. Um... Anyway, I have, a, these are, these, um, they're hand sewn. I had teal color, and I should note, they are teal. 
That's uh, the color of your paint. They're, my, they're, they're, my, they're on brand. But they have a bright, sunshiny yellow cork on the inside. And, oh, so they're hand-sewn. So um, the method they use, it took, it, it took me three tries. Because <laughs> the first time, I'm like, I don't need the instructions. I can figure this out. I could not figure this out. Mm -hmm. um, it's like this, is it the thing you do with leather work where you... No, you, you're no? just needling in and out and in and mm -hmm. out. But you have two pieces. You have the piece that goes around the side from the side to side around the back and then you have the toe the one that goes across the toe mm -hmm. and making them overlap at the right place without shorting your shoe right <laughs> because this is sandals it was a little more challenging the ones that are literally one solid piece with one tongue where they don't where they overlap on purpose where these don't actually overlap that was a little tricky but you just the, the rubber has little divots where you will poke with an awl to make holes. And then you have a heavy duty. They even give you, I will tell you, in the sneaker kit, they give you the thread. I just didn't want to use their thread. I already had this teal colored thread to go with my teal, you know, cork. What color thread did they give you? They give you white or black to go with the soles. Because oh, I have black soles, I, I have black. And I have white with white. But I didn't want to do the white because I wanted them to pop look like they match um they also give you the needle so that was handy nice and that's what i finished cool that's a cool They're, thing to have finished and, Fantastic. I, and i wear them and they are comfortable nice um i, I like have entered one of your goal crafts that's very cool yeah yeah because of this i did sign up for a sneaker workshop a not sneaker a sandal workshop in july july yeah, in July, with uh, Rachel C. Snail Shoes in Santa Barbara. Oh. So if he, anyone else wants to wants to go, I think she might have slots also open. She is being taught at her home. That sounds cool. So, and she provides all of the materials. So the possibilities are going to be endless. But those are going to be like real sandals with different heels. Although I kind of want to make Birkenstocks. So we'll see. Cool. Um, I finished. The first uh, far away sweater sample that I made. Um, and it is a size large, which doesn't fit me. Um, but I made it because I had all that yarn in my stash and I had enough to make the large size sample. So that's what I did. Um, and I had bought this yarn for a different crocheted sweater that I didn't end up making, but it happened to be the perfect thing for this because I had four colors. Um, Beautiful colors too. It's the same, um, like off-white cream color that I'm using in the one I made now. That's the color of the body of the first one, so it's like an off-white cream, and then it has a stripe of like a soft, sort of pinky kind of color, um, a tealy blue, and like a sky blue, um, kind of like seashelly kind of colors, and I. Made it to pattern, except that I added bands of uh, stripes around the bottom before the um, ribbing at the hem and at the sleeves. Because it's just plain, the original pattern is just plain all the way through. But I thought I wanted to add a little bit extra. You know, why not? Um, there were only about 100 ends to weave in by the end of it, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so I finished that, which I made in like, I don't know, two weeks. It was it, very quick. It does go quick. Yeah. 
Um, and it was a really fun project and I was excited that I, so excited that I started another one right away. I haven't made that one in two weeks. It's been two weeks <laughs> since I've started it and I haven't separated from my sleeves yet, but that's okay. Cause it will go fast and I am not teaching that class until August. So I've got lots of time. And then I made the sample for the, um, market bag, which used one, pretty much one entire skein of, um, Lion Brand Mandala Ombre. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good, great single skein project. Then. It was very close because the yarn that I, it's like a self-striping ball yarn. And this colorway had like a rogue green in it that uh. really didn't match. So I cut that color out and I thought I would have enough and I didn't, but I had a second skein of mandala in a different colorway, but it had like a pink on the outside that like looked close enough. So I just used that. Mm. Um, it went better with the color palette. Yeah, I don't know why they put that weird green in the colorway that um, I used, but I didn't want to use it, so I cut it out, and I thought it would be okay, but I didn't make it, but that's okay. Um, and I made a wooble. Um, my nephew's birthday, he's five years old, was mm -hmm. on the second. I haven't given him his present yet, but it, my brother told me he thinks chickens are really funny. <laughs> and he, like, is really into chickens, so I bought the chick wooble. And I made that, oh, and I bought him a t-shirt that says, it's got like a chicken on it, and it says, guess what? And with an arrow pointing to the oh, chicken's butt. I want that t-shirt. So, I was like, a five-year-old will think this is funny. I think it's hilarious. And then I also bought him another shirt while I was on that website, and it says like, world silliest goose on the loose or something. I don't know. Aww. Something that I thought he would think was funny. So, uh, that's for uh, Elliot's birthday. And... I think that is all of the things that I finished. That's a pretty good list. Yeah. What'd you finish, Anne? I love a deadline. Yes. <laughs> so our trip was a good deadline. Mm -hmm. On a whim, Bella and I were just having a, like, girls' day. Yeah. And we were just going, sorry, something's playing on my phone there. Um, having a girls' day where we went... Um, to just the places I like that I don't usually have time to go to. <laughs> yeah. Because I had a Sunday off and just her with me. So we went to the bookstore. We went to a cute little gift shop that's behind the bookstore called Art House mm -hmm. and Company. Mm -hmm. um, such a nice lady owns it. And really, really cute things in. Um, lots of either like like thoughtfully made or she said they're made. all like women or like um like women owned businesses or like socially responsible businesses yeah. and stuff like that yeah and a lot of local yeah artists. she's very nice i can't yeah. remember her name but highly recommend checking out that shop it's very cute yeah um so if you're looking for a gift and you want something unique go there yeah um or come to one of our classes and make something uh, yes, <laughs> that too so i went into super buzzy and they were like Tons of people are getting the new Tula Pink line, which are like, there's this, these jungle animals. Yeah, African animals. Af the mm -hmm. the collection is Everglow. Okay. Um, it has these, has African animals. Yes. In it. Okay. And then there's these amazing neons where the neons seem to be screen printed on instead of printed on. They're, uh, I don't remember the word, but yes. They're wonderful. There's a word for it, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but yes. It, it sits on top of the fabric, and it's perfectly saturated. Yes. Um, it's like injection printed or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. It's not sublimation or something. Like no. That. No, it's not a heat application. Um, but they're amazing. 
They're also apparently very, very hard to um, photograph correctly. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it was like near impossible to get those colors to look right. But... Oh, I can only imagine, honestly, because I was taking pictures earlier today. Yes. <laughs> and it was, I'm happy. I don't care if they look colorful. Right. Because I'm not You're not trying to them. sell it. <laughs> um, so I saw this lion fabric and it comes in like a blue and um, shield and red and yellow with this lion that is having the best hair day. And I think it's called Good Hair Good Day. day. <laughs> this lion is having the best hair day of his life. Yeah, he's very fabulous. Uh, and then there's like a softer color palette that's more like neutrals with hot pink. Um, there's basically like two colorways of each animal print there's like the pinky purple and the bluey green okay so i got one of each because yeah. i couldn't choose <laughs> yes because this blue one is a no duh but the pink one was so appealing yeah and, and i like it better actually um uh, but i love both of them um and then i recently finished um katie planted the seed and then i've seen some other people doing this on instagram using their um, little circle 48 stitch knitting machine to make garments instead of just hats and so I was playing with the strips and um, like a old navy sweater I like that's big and comfy mm -hmm. and I made a gray charcoal one which I'm going to wear to death at work and um, I shouldn't like really count it as finished but I am anyways because I've worn it several times because I still need to add pockets. <laughs> it's still a sweater, though. Yeah. But its pockets are necessary. Um, and then Karen had us read a really good but very depressing book. So I needed something more exciting to listen to work on. <laughs> uh, which I mentioned when we talked about the book in our last book club. Uh, and so it's neon green and hot pink and a really saturated Merlot burgundy color and then a deep charcoal so these tulip pinks match it so beautifully mm -hmm. i hope you guys don't have any like cornea burns from looking at me wearing i told ann we were at the grocery <laughs> i love these are, i love looking at these colors we so were at the grocery store and i happy. i told her i was like it's really easy to find you <laughs> i i think i'm safe as a line leader this week. yes yeah you're definitely <laughs> we were walking around mora bay and, and we passed the place, the store in the morning. We never went in. And on the back, hours later, walking back, we we decided to go in. The the shop owner said, oh, I saw you working, walking by earlier, and I loved what you were wearing. And that yeah. is what and this, you're wearing that today. That girl had real cute style. So today I'm wearing a top that is styled from the Simplicity 9611. And I moved the darts around to um, work with my bust, and I adjust the armholes, and I'm very, very happy with how it turned out. The problem with this pattern, and I do not need to do this anymore in the future, and then it will be made in probably like half an hour instead of two hours. Mm. It's big enough to just slip over my head. Oh, but, <laughs> but there's the a pocket. three buttons. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. I'm not going to do that anymore because I also can't wear my hair down. It's a cute detail, but yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll just put the button somewhere else. Down yeah. the front center, on the side. Um, Some place where your hair doesn't jerk back yeah, and it gets caught. It's going to have to be an up hair um, top. Uh, but I bought this pattern for my daughter because only like days before she was wearing not this outfit, but mm -hmm. the same. It's a tunic length top oh, with an unpair waist and um 
kind of like almost bell bottom, simple slide leg. Yeah. What was mm -hmm. the number of this pattern? Uh, 9611. Mm -hmm. So while we were super busy, I was like, Mirabella, go get that pattern and um, we'll look at some fabric for you. And she goes to the car and she gets it and comes back with it. And she, I'm like, I've got this for you. Don't, don't you like it? Uh -huh. And she's like, mm, I might like the pants. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, but you were literally wearing this. And then she just gave me a look. <laughs> and then it all the same mom so she is very petite still but the pattern range fits both of us so i was like fine i'll shop for me mm -hmm. and um i made all the tops in the like a variation on the shortened one so this one i'm wearing is just i lengthen the bodice and no ruffle i have two that have a ruffle so it's kind of a cropped bodice with a ruffle on it and then the other one i lengthen the bodice bodice and also did like a pleated mm -hmm. um what is that called um peplum, peplum. thank you is that the striped one yeah i like that one the best yeah, yeah. i think pleats are usually a little more flattering <laughs> yeah but it's uh the stripes are fun i like to the play structure with of it yeah, yeah. Like the stripes are fun to play with mm -hmm. um so in a sense it is a capsule because they all go together because tula is very good about coordinating her colors mm -hmm. so that her collections go together so um, you guys will be seeing a lot of this this nice. summer. And then I made three skirts, uh, neon stripes and olive from, what is this called, fairy dust? That is a tent stripe. Tent stripe. That's okay. a tent stripe. All right, so that's her classic half inch stripe Yep. where it's a neon green and an olive green together. Uh, and then the other one that has the, you haven't seen this one yet. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> okay, pause. <laughs> Oh, she's back. Oh, in um, Fairy Flakes. Fairy Flakes. Okay. Fairy Flakes. So I love that. The giant Fairy and Flakes. I'm glad it's giant. Oh yeah, she does that little. She huh? also has. Uh, that's <laughs> called the little ones. I think are called Fairy Dust, and the okay. big ones are called Fairy Flakes, or vice versa. I think well, that's Fairy Flakes. I would love her to do this in every color. Yes, I love yeah. it. It's so a good it's, pattern. It's the sparrows and the hearts and stars and starbursts. Um, and oh, that yeah. one's done in the, you know, shorter top with the ruffle. Cute. And then I drafted this skirt because I had some students who wanted to make self-draft. Well, they wanted to make a certain kind of skirt and I made them draft it. Uh-huh. And now I have three of these skirts. One in fairy flakes. Yep. One in tent stripes. And then a gray one that's like this pretty cotton that has like oh. a tweed of neon. Neon neppy. Yeah. It has neon green and pink in it. Cute. And I think I can get away with that one at work. Oh, yeah. This is just a great Very skirt. subtle. Yeah. Very subtle. <laughs> but I know I have some neon. Yeah. So two sweaters, three... Oh, and I finished a gray skirt that's very long, and I love it so much. It's a maxi, but like A-line maxi skirt. Uh, four skirts, four tops, two sweaters, and... And what Dante, else? Uh, wanted to watch Firefly with me. Which, I'm sorry that Joss Whedon sucks, but <laughs> Firefly is still enjoyable. So, uh, we get to the part where Jane gets his hat, which is a regular thing to see at Comic-Con. It's a cunning hat, Jane's mm -hmm. cunning hat. If you don't know it, look it up. Uh, the one problem I had was I used um, Bernat Softy Chunky. Mm -hmm. Here's the finished hat. Mm -hmm. yep. We made it in one drop-in. Nice. Um what is the third color of his hat? 
Like, you see people make it, and they make it in yellow, orange, red. Yeah. But if you look at the stills, yeah, which I have a screenshot of. I always thought it was red, but I have not watched the show, so. It, like, okay, look at that one. Yeah, it's, well, right? it's kind of a burnt orange, but I could see that, that it would be red, maybe not on film. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. This is like a. It's kind of like a salmon-y color. Cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. Mm. But it's not bright red. No. No, it's like a brown red. It's like a softy, yeah, orangey red. So I bought four, like, four colors for Uh an audition and tell me what order he wanted. And he's like, you pick. I'm like, no. (laughs) I'll pick the wrong one. So he chose yellow, like a golden yellow Uh and um, like Like a a pumpkin. pumpkin Yeah. Yeah. And it, it. it definitely reads yeah. as a Jane's hat, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And the style of it is very much Jane's yeah. hat. Yeah. Cute. It's cunning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was kind of the thing I liked the most that I <laughs> um, What else did you finish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were stalling for a reason. <laughs> what did you finish? I finished the May hat from Kelburn Woolen's uh, <laughs> Europe hat. So I, uh, moments before Katie asked me if I had memorized my pattern, I was like, oh, I'm trying to be good and reference my pattern. But like, it's 37 row repeat with just like slight changes. So you do meet the same round again and again, sort of. And I like overdid it on one time and I over cabled. Oh, oh no. (laughs) So I had to go down four rounds and fix a cable. Uh Uh-huh. And that stole a lot of time tonight. Yeah, so we were stalling. Your, I appreciate your um, patience, ladies, of course. to allow me to stall. But it is a really cool cable hat. Yeah, it it's cool. nice. I like the double brim, too. It's I made really a cute. real mistake. I lost a lot of time yesterday, too. Because mm-hmm. I didn't bring any waste yarn with me when oh. we went up oh. to Cambria yesterday. <laughs> you probably could have asked either one of us, and we would have been able to provide that for you. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sh- No, I got worsted in the car with you. Yeah, I got worsted in, in my bag. Oh. Yesterday in the car, I did. on the way to Cambria. I thought I about did. it. I thought about it. But you weren't sure what you're not sure what you're making with that yarn still. Well, yeah, I went to like, Cambria first. No, I have like, I have all the yarn for this. I could have sp- oh, spared a couple. Oh, you? Yeah. Oh, I could have spared a couple yards. I didn't know that was with you. <laughs> but it might not be worsted. It could have been DK. Oh, yeah, I didn't have any. You didn't have this with you. Because I was a driver. <laughs> How was it being able to just craft? It trip. was lovely. Yeah. I still, I mean, so Kevin, I didn't used to, early in our marriage, Kevin had trouble sleeping and he was kind of dangerous to be the driver, but now he has a CPAP. So I am a passenger princess. Nice. So <laughs> I drive everywhere we go, so I, I am not. I James to. is the passenger princess. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> but I did a lot of that up front. So. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not doing that anymore. So, um, I ordered all my colors for the rest of the year of hats. If it's something you've heard of and inter- interested in, it's a really, hats are a fun way to learn a technique or to just experience a design technique. I would almost put this cable on a sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool cable. But it would suck up so much yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it like the whole skein? <laughs> Pretty dang close. It's going to be like a real oh, yeah. tiny little 200 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have made my sample pom-pom so I could weigh this and know which pom-pom I am safe to make. Nice. Um, but we do not have a scale here, so I, it's a mystery yet. But there was a warning in the pattern to, like, 
be conscious because yeah. you're going to have a scant amount left. It doesn't need a pom-pom. It doesn't. But um, it would look better with one. Because, <laughs> like, some of them have very well-engineered, mm. meh. It's end, fine. The decreases are well thought out, but it, they're not, like, terribly attractive. What yeah. if you got a foot for a pom-pom in a, in a, in a bright color? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you probably have enough for some sort of yeah, pom-pom. Yeah, I'm going to do a pom-pom. Yeah. I mean, Just do that. <laughs> just wad up the skinny yarn and tie it on top. <laughs> just, I'm gonna start stitching around the edge of it. Yeah, yep. so it's like that. It's like that, that cartoon, that that funny meme that you guys put, someone put up in the studio, uh, with where someone oh, had two skeins someone. on their feet. And said, oh yeah. Knit. I learned to make socks orders. today. <laughs> taking orders. Uh, yeah. So thank you for patiently waiting so that I could re- forget to report this as a finish. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, you got oh. another one. I know you do. <laughs> I can't wait to um, block this, though. It's yeah. It's so pretty. Um, so, like, we're going to release this tomorrow on Tuesday. Yeah. This hat is taking place on Wednesday, May 10th, if you're interested. Nice. Just oh. in time. Yep. Well, normally this is when we would talk about what we are excited about um about what our obsessions are but we figured we would just we talk about yeah, the things that we bought instead on this trip we're obsessed and excited right. about right now <laughs> um do we want to do like round robin like one at a time or you want to say here's all the things i bought i want to hear all the things we bought. okay yeah okay karen what'd you buy uh, someone else go i'm putting this stuff away i could actually go okay and what'd you buy <laughs> Wait, so the, i'm gonna go in order of like cases we stopped we went to a number of both oh, okay. yarn stores and quilt That's stores and many other places so so our first stop was the creation station in Buellton, which i've always wanted to stop at but like we're usually going to the grocery store and no one's in the mood for me to stop at a craft store because mm. grocery store is just like right past that yeah um because we're staying in solving or something lovely like that so they had ev- they had so much stuff yeah. But I was pretty disciplined because I knew we had, like, many more miles to go and many more places. Yes. So I got some socks for my children's. Cute. Sushi with a green background for Dante. And then waffles with cherries and whipped cream on top, which is... Whipped cream is how Mirabella eats her, her waffles. Cute. And, um, pancakes because she doesn't like syrup. Uh, they have the Jill buttons that you could once find at... Fabric Those are your, um, your items oh. falling off the back of your chair. <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise behind me? Um, you know, it's a card of buttons for 80 cents. Which yeah. When do you find that anymore? But they stopped carrying them at Fabric Town. And Kevin has a shirt that I refuse to fix because I can't find the orange button and I don't want to change all of them. Yeah. Is this <laughs> so the I orange button? <laughs> and then I just, they have this beautiful springy green that I love. For 80 cents, why not? Yeah. And then they have these cute heart buttons, which are so cute. I don't know yeah, what they're going to be little for. red love hearts. Oh, it's very vintage looking. I actually meant to get one more card, but I'll live. <laughs> then they had a ton of kits, which mm-hmm. I think if you are like a destination shop. Yeah, most of their fabric is like pre-cuts and kits. Um, and I guess all the stores we went to are gearing up for the... Um, Central Coast Quilt Shop Tour. Thank you. You're welcome. So I bought the mini quilt mug mat. 
and it's all they had some hearts and they had other like gridded designs but it's a technique i've always wanted to try i keep seeing it where you fuse all the pieces oh yeah and then you just sew straight down sew straight down so you fuse them to the grid and you do your seams what do you mean by fuse them like you just like glue them down lay them over. yeah so there's a fusible grid so i'm sure it's a grid printed or drawn on like a light fusible interfacing right and oh, those are little pieces. there's 150 pre-cut oh, one-inch squares. Wow. Backing and rickrack. The finished size will be six by six. Uh, it is nice to have those already cut. Yeah. It was worth a little postage to stamp. Very cute. Uh, and then I bought Marabella's chenille needle so she can cross-stitch when she gets home. And a uh, little blue kitty cat that they're calling a zipper pull, but it's obviously a stitch marker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't use that Except on a zipper. I think that his tail would be possibly snag, get stuck oh, in your stitches. That's an interesting So just be thought. careful of that. Maybe he'll be a row marker instead. <laughs> that, yeah, that would totally work. Uh, Cute. Then, then we went, I feel like we went to a fabric store next. Too. I think next we went to the um, yarn store. Okay. Old or cut yarnery. Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, why don't we do? Why don't we do like what? Everything what did you buy at, at the, that store? Yeah. Okay. yeah that's what I bought. Um. I thought we were just going for a whole stash. I don't think I bought anything at Creation Station. Mm-mm. I had been there a month or two before, but I did not pick anything up there. Karen, what did you buy there? That's where I got the flannel. The flannel kit. Yep. It's plaid and woven flannel quilt, finished size. Will be 54 by 72. It included the pattern Vineyard, designed by Molly Cook for Villa Rose Designs. This little sack had 17 beautiful homespun flannel fat quarters from Robert Kaufman in blues, and some of them are striped. Some of them are more like um like a stripe. Some of them are herringbone. There, but these flannels are. Some of them are more of a pinstripe. Nice. Everything from Christmas red Ooh. to blues and grays to vintagey browns and golds. A little bit of everything. It's very woodsy. Um, I think this one's my favorite. It, of course, it's got green and blue. And it's a plaid with a little bit of a, the way they overlap. Not herringbone, but you get that texture. Mm-hmm. Twill. Twill. Nice. That's what she said. Yep. That's uh, what she said. That's right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, so this one... I talked a little bit about it before, but the the um, panel is also 54 by 72. Yeah, it's Ooh, huge. It's a, it's a whole cloth huge. quilt. It, yeah, it is. But it has, it's one of those things, it's like we can look at it and I could go, oh, we've been to Bryce. And some of these we are in states that we will probably never go to. But some of them, like we went near the Badlands before. Hey, Channel Islands. I have never been there, but we live close enough to see it. Um, you should go out. It's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been close to it on a well-watching trip, but I would like to go over there where they have... Have you lake. been to the visitor center? Because that counts. Yeah. Yes, okay. There you so, go. Yeah, check it off the list. Check it off the list. Mm-hmm. Off the list. Well, the Crater um, Lake. Yeah. I have not been to Crater Lake. Oh, it's magical. This one with the, uh, the, with the swamp, the Kungari. So, so this is a... They're, individual like posters of each of the national parks yes yeah um, very cool i like crater lake enough that i would camp there whoa oh. yeah. whoa okay okay let's go yeah that sounds fine I w- okay let's go okay let's go <laughs> our next trip we could go camping well we're not gonna do the seattle one because the yarn store we want to go to is not there anymore that is oh. a big bummer 
Or if we do fly someplace, we have to be able to pay for the extra um, baggage within the baggage oh, so that we can bring it back. Oh, that's what the mail's for, too. That's true. Yeah. So this that's is going to be the back of your so quilt? going to be the back of the quilt. Nice. So, look, the back, done. <laughs> that's back easy. of this one. Yeah, yeah of the, the flannel. Of the I love so, it. So it's like one of those double quilts mm -hmm. where you have something interesting on the front and interesting on the back. Um, where the flannel... And, he may like the cottony side on the outside and want the flannel quilted top next to really be the back next to his skin. My mom made me a quilt that is flannel squares, but just charm squares and flannel backing, and it's my most favorite thing. Yeah. And I have lots of oh nice big chunks of leftovers that I want to make something from. Yeah. All of those plaids are at um, Fabric Town, too. Or a lot of them. Nice. I, I just, I want to use some scrap. Yeah. Yeah, but all... if you needed to, like, supplement. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's what I meant. Those Kaufmans. Because have all the Kaufmans. Nice. Some of these Kaufmans I've never seen. They're beautiful. I mean, there's, I, uh, many of them I do recognize, and one of them that's in this quilt is actually the one that I used as backing for the design that I made that had the knitted oh, stranded yeah. front mm -hmm. and the Kaufman flannel back. Nice. Where it's quilted. So, I'm happy even with the scraps. Yeah, those it has, are generous amounts. Of even scraps. the little bag that it's in is like this perfect fat quarter. It's a, a rectangular. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you think of a bag, but this time the handles are on the short sides, not mm -hmm. the long. Can so. I see it? Yeah. It's a cute little bag. <laughs> because it has a fold in a weird place, and it's like, did they kind of retape a different size bag? Oh, maybe. Seems like an awful lot of work, but maybe. Um, so where was our next stop? Old Orcut Yarnery. Old Orcut Yarnery. <laughs> and what'd you get there? Um, well, I got a cute little stitch marker that's the most beautiful color. Yeah, this I like her, like her logo color. Perfect cyan. Yeah, um, beautiful. Lisa is the owner. She was lovely. Yep. What's in the bag? Oh, shoot. What's in the bag? Um, and or Karen can go if you need to dig. Okay. No, no. I mean, you can go if you want. I'm not shushing you, but I just. Oh, it's right here. She found it. We have an order. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot in the bag. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I was pretty disciplined. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fuchsia-ish color. One two zero one four of Barocco vintage sock because it's nice to get a solid colored sock yarn. Nice. That will go in my like yeah right. I was gonna do fifty two socks uh, this year <laughs> pile. Um, sweet tea yarns. It's a oh, soft like that color. Springy green that's like a little more yellow than mint mm -hmm. with red deep crimson um, splatters, and it is called Grinch. Nice. Uh, it's a sock I, yarn? It is a sock yarn. A different different type of Christmas themed yeah. ones, but unusual, not your traditional Christmas colors. Although peppermint looks like peppermint. Sweet sock. That's cool. 460 yards. We all know what that is. <laughs> nice. And it is... Look at all um, those swirlies. I picked that one over the other Christmas ones because it is reading like a semi-solid, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So then what I got these her urchins? Wool, wool stock bundles, mm -hmm. which are how many? Um, a lot of many. Like, there's like at least 20 somewhere, each, I think. Usually. 20? You think so? Yeah, 20, you know, this is 27. 
27 mini hanks. They are 5 grams each and 12 yards each. So I am thinking they, like when I pick them up, I'm like, this would be a fun, some kind of blanket. Mm. Um, where I, it like, however far I go with it is the length of the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm lightly thinking another granny stripes, but I don't think there's enough yarn there to go the whole way. So then I started thinking motifs. Yeah. And when we went to another stop, which I'm jumping a little ahead of, uh, there was a lot of cute patterns around the store. And so I found a motif that I thought would adapt really well. Uh-huh. I'm just looking up the name of the pattern. Yeah, it's like, uh, what did we say, 27 different solids yeah. of that wool stock yarn. That's the yarn I made my um. Felix? Is that the name Ooh. of that sweater? I think I think it was this color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I recognize him. Very He's the Felix. What color are you? Um, Gravel, Gravel Road. Road. Yep. Yeah. Gravel See, Road. I've made stuff out of this color. This is. I also have this yellow in my stash. Ooh. It's a good yarn. I yeah. like wool stock a lot. Spring. It's is... a sport weight. It kind so the five grams. To it's 12... worsted. Worsted. Mm-hmm. Wool stock worsted. That's what it says. Because I bought like a DK and uh, later that mm. has the same yardage to weight. Oh yeah, it's the worsted. Um, I'm going, but it blooms because obviously your Felix blooms. Yeah, I think that was at like fourteen. Um, over four. Holy cow! I can go on a pretty big hook then. Yeah, probably like an I or a J or something. Uh, this is called the Coco Crochet Circle Blanket. Coco Crochet. And they had one a sample Ooh. at the other place. Cute. Ooh, oh, I, I almost bought that one. Yeah, because I really that like was that. really pretty. So I think I that saw this that is a good one. start. Nice. I saw that when we went to Cambridge. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then she had animal granny squares, which is something I keep seeing. That's a cute pattern book. Yeah, I keep seeing this uh, with people. Oh, how cute! People on the Instagram. Yeah, that's a sweet book. Sarah Jane Hicks. There's this thing that I've seen a few young people doing where they like make a community cardigan and their yes. followers send them blocks. Yep. Because I don't think it's an exchange. No, you just <laughs> send me a block and I'll make a sweater. Yeah. I don't, I don't think enough people follow me on Instagram. <laughs> to do that. And then I heard a rumor that Likey um, cables fit Knitter's Pride and it's true. Yeah, I think that they the same company or a manufacturer makes them for so different too. companies. Yeah, because um, knit picks are the same way. Yeah, knit picks, yeah, needles, no. knitters pride. That one I knew. Yeah, but these are kind of nice. They swivel, which I'm not that crazy about. But, yeah, um, the cable has a nice feel to it. Cool. Okay, I'm done. That was my shopping at Old Orchid. I got. Um, last time I was up there, I bought a skein of this. Patagonia Organic Merino to go with a skein of Feederbrook Farms is the name of that. It's like a faux spin cycle. And I just bought one of each because I thought, oh, I'll make a shawl. And then I was like, I don't want to make a shawl. So when I was back, they had the same colorway. I bought two more skeins of the solid because I'm thinking I'll do like a colorwork yoke sweater and use like the multicolor in the yoke or stripes or something. And then um, this color is called Mulberry. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um... This yarn's gonna be great. I'm very excited about it. It reminds me a lot of the Good Wool from Pearl Soho. That's mm. what it's kind of making mm-hmm. me think of. Um, and then I also bought um, two skeins of 
uh, l- I don't know how you say this. Line, lanes do or do, do no ord. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. Um, this yarn's called Vasto. It is a hundred percent merino, Aran weight. Um, what does it say? Hundred <laughs> percent wool merino, gentile Italian sheep. Gentile. <laughs> gentile Italian sheep is what it says. Um, Meaning they're not they're not cranky. No, they're very genteel. It is um, like an Aaron worsted weight, another uh, non super washable, and I bought a skein in like a deep foresty greeny kind of color. It almost has a navy tint. Yeah, it's a little tealy and a goldeny yellow to oh, make. Oh, that's color eleven. That's yeah, I love color eleven, and this is color six. You do love color six. <laughs> I do love okay. color six. I'm. I found this website. I'm so excited about. Yeah. Which maybe you guys know about already. Howtopronounce.com. Okay. Oh, wow. how do I last last name recorded by people? Oh, nice. I was looking up some other people's challenging oh, last wow. names. And does it pronounce it correctly? Yeah, one of them did. Oh, okay. So how do we pronounce whatever this is? So it gives you a list of words. Oh, actually, it had that exact yarn company. Oh, nice. We'll find out. I bought it to make some sort of hat. I'm just kind of winging it. Um, maybe stripes or color worker. Let I don't you know. know. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Pardon me. Let me know. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> Go French. That's the yarn company. The yarn is called Vasto. Oh. Um, and I bought a set of Chowgu 16-inch needles to... Cast on a hat, and I don't know what I, my plan is, but I'm just doing some ribbing at this point, and I'll make it into something. You know. So that's what I got at Old Orcut. What'd you get at Old Orcut? Uh, well, they had Earth, U-R-T-H yarns, and um, they had a, lots of different ones, but I thought about maybe doing the a baby jacket for some friends who have a, a toddler and love hand. They look... It was so sweet. She tells me, she goes, we use everything you gave us. Oh, these are good people. She goes, we, because I I made it very clear, anything I give you is to be used. Don't worry about getting it dirty. That's fine. That tells me you loved it enough to use it. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're like, um, because I made like that big kind of basket. He goes, oh yeah. When we travel, all of it, all of our little guy's stuff goes in there and it fits nicely in the little car. And uh, the blanket, it goes all everywhere. Like on the, it's like a picnic, like so. Uh, and I made a little beanie hat with like a baby bun. Oh yes, yeah. the bun. The bun. Hat. So I, you know, since since I my kids don't have any plants, don't have, you know, they're not they're they not reproducing but, yet, or and they don't have plans to in the future, and that's fine. Um, that I have to. Right now, you've adopted pres- someone. I've adopted somebody, yeah. so it's a gradient. It's 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 not so much great. It's sort of a self stripe. <clears throat> what do you call it right now? It's sort of self striping, but the colors don't necessarily repeat. Um, but I this one's this one's in browns and grays with a little bit of a mossy green. Yeah. So yeah, let's open it. Beautiful. Not that you can tell from the hank necessarily. Oh, the lighter parts of it really pop now. Would you like think of it like a Nora with a long color run? But yeah, yeah, they're long, definitely long color runs. It's not the thing you can tell exactly when you have it twisted up. When you open it up, you can see that there's definitely sections. Yeah, it's cool. 
It's like it's, it's, like, it's a it's self striping. Like woodsy, foresty. Kind of camo-y colors. Yeah. We'll post pictures of okay. the things that we have uh, mentioned today. So if you want to live vicariously through our shopping trip, you can see what we bought. And then just to stay on brand. Yes, <laughs> I got these needle stoppers, and they're in the shape of vintage cam uh, vintage campers. And I and I'm just loving the little pink um, pennant. Pennant. Yeah. You'll have to on. make that to match your someday. I don't have this. Some, I no, have someday. Some, someday. Yeah. <laughs> someday we will have this, this vintage um, retro-looking What camper. color is the one you're going to rent? Oh, it's just silver and white. And it's a teardrop shape. Oh. So it's... But we did it last year, and it's it's very cozy and comfortable, and it's easy to pull in our mini. So, so you can make a pendant that coordinates with it. I could. Yeah. You, know what I need, you know what I need to do is it doesn't have... Um, I need to make a stand that comes out from it that would give us a little bit of shade or at least like a oh, like an awning like a little awning i can make an awning because mm -hmm. this is our second time renting he's a local person in, to ventura and he, um and it's very reasonable so anyway cool. uh, that's from that store very um cool. and then we went to the fabric store in market right yes the quilt store the old old, old town, town quilt shop Yes. Um, I broke their register, I guess. Yeah, their <laughs> register was having problems, I felt, for her. Uh, uh, they had lots of beautiful fabrics, some fun patterns, and some fun um, samples. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not quilting, like making quilt tops right now, so I made some notes on future ones that I liked. Um, so I basically addicted to this top pattern I've been making. Yeah. <laughs> and I um, got this really pretty navy with peach and teal and um, kind of kind of a sagey kind yeah, of green. Yeah, a sage. Very pretty flowers. floral. And that is by someone. Someone named <laughs> Stephanie. Slewinski, and the fabric's called Songbook, a new page. Cute. And I think it'll make a really cute work appropriate. I was going to say, very uh, office friendly. Yeah. And Safe for work. Yeah. Uh, then I got these pumpkins. <laughs> Those pumpkins are great. Little jack-o'-lanterns. jack-o'-lanterns that are just all different shapes and, shapes colors. and colors. There's like a yellow squash, a perfectly classic orange pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns, and then like a little softer orange and a purple. And so I love these purses by a mother and son's business called Love and Pain and Stitches. <laughs> and they make jack-o'-lantern purses. And I recently bought one at an very good sales price. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's huge. Nice. And you'll be seeing it a lot in October. Um, and this will go beautifully with it. Nice. You'll see the shirt and that. Oh, I love bag. grunge. So I uh, got a grunge. And it's the grunge with the polka dot in the you know slightly later lighter tone. And I also think that will be very office friendly too. Oh, yeah. I got... Two fat quarters at Old Town um, that are in this bag. Um, I don't know what this collection is. I don't know if these fat it's quarters so have. Cute. Oh, yeah, they do. It's from Moda. Um, it's a Zen Chic. What is it? Lazy Afternoon for Zen Chic. Um, and it is like a creamy background with balls of yarn. 
and they're like blue and pink and gold and orange and cute and then I bought the print which we're debating if they're straight pins or if they're knitting needles I bet they're knitting needles they go with the balls of yarn yeah. in the same colors but so, I did see straight pins when I first yes but I saw knitting needles the so the balls of yarn are line work yeah so you get the creamy coming through it. Yeah, I don't know what these fat quarters are going to be, but they went together and I'll Maybe make that. something out of it. But Stashing is a different adventure than making. Oh, yeah. They're related. I, bought I made shoes yeah. because I had stashed. Yeah, it's good to have stashed. Two whole fat quarters was my big uh, purchase at Old Town, but they're cute. Darn cute. Karen, what'd you get there? I focused on notions. So um, I got some, and I did get a pattern because I, I thought I already have some quilt product. At, that, at this point, I already bought the stuff to make a quilt top. Plus, I had brought st the quilt top to make. So that's two things. So I focus on just the pattern and notions. It's not exciting, but I got some fray check because on the quilted shoes, the places where they get sewn in could get worn and ripped. So you're supposed to... Um, put fray check around those holes. Mm -hmm. You know, so I did get that. It will not be used right now. <laughs> judiciously, judiciously. And because and because they're charcoal, and I thought I would need to outline them, I got the. Uh, the I like the. Uh, oh, this is not the roller charcoal. Uh, it's mm -hmm. the tapered point. Oh, I thought it was a roller. It says pen style. Oh, a charcoal liner. Yeah, charcoal liner. Yeah, but, it's just you know, a. Chalk. Greetings for suckers. Thank you. You're That's what I was waiting for. I'm here to help. <laughs> um, I did get some more sewing needles that, that have a bigger eye because the ones that I bought some that said big eye, but you didn't, you only saw like the very topmost part of the needle. And I didn't realize the entire needle was only one inch long. Oh, insane. And that eye was not a big eye. It was a lie. <laughs> big eye must be the name of the brand because it's not that... <laughs> Um, I did get this really cute. Oh, I almost bought one of those, but I didn't need it's it. It's one by six inch um, quilting ruler, but mostly I bought this to put in my needle, in my yarn bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when, gauge, I, wanna, when I want to see, yeah, what is my gauge? And I can put it over my stitches and see my stitches. But also, how many rows have I gotten my six inches in? Right. I only need to go four inches. I'm like, well, a lot of times I measure by the length of my finger, which is about three. And that tells me, let's see. Yep. Length you of my know. finger is, th is well, not quite three. No, it is three inches. It's three I inches. I understand your trouble reading the ruler because that's my favorite dirty joke, ladies. What? Women that don't know what six inches are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to which I've been lied to my whole life about yeah. what six inches yep. looks like. Yeah. Which is when my son said, Mom, you're doing it wrong. You're using, you're not using the woman's side of the ruler. I the, used the women's side. <laughs> and then I punched him and he apologized. <laughs> so, um, oh, I don't have that other little tool. I bought two tools. Uh, one of them is a heart-shaped silicon um, like finger mitt, right? You put three fingers in there. Like a little oven shapes, mitt. Like a little oven mitt for your fingers. And it's got a texture on one side. And what it does is when you, when your cutting mat starts to, when you've used it quite a bit and so stuff starts to stick into it, that helps clean your cutting mat. And I thought while I'm at it, um, I also have the blocking mats or the my ironing mats that are wool. And this is a wool mat cleaning tool. Give your wool mat a, a refresh with this clever cleaning tool by the Gypsy Quilter. I wish she would change her name though. 
because it's not a good name. What if that is her heritage? Could be. I don't. I think when I saw her on lunch, it wasn't. You can't <laughs> tell by looking. That's true. I'm just That's here to be devil's advocate. Okay, it's possible because <laughs> I do. I know people who are travelers who are of that heritage. My but the people, family. but the people I've heard of that are of that heritage, they don't call themselves that. And it's, That's why I said traveler. <laughs> a traveler. I'm yeah. just interested. Maybe. Yeah. No. Maybe. So, uh, and it may be a name that was. It was anyway. Anyway, I got a wool neck pencil. Cool. <laughs> and then I got this really cool pattern um, called Triple Barn Star. I like a giant. It's a star within a star within a star going into the center of infinity. Yeah, very cool. I love um, it. Classic and yet a fresh take. But the thing I like is it takes pre-cut 10-inch squares. It is like big square, big square quilt. So it'll go quickly. If I, when, when, when I get through, <laughs> I can't, I cannot even shop for that one until I get others off my plate because I want to be able to enjoy it without the guilt of too many projects. And by too many projects, I mean I have to have like a lot more than <laughs> <laughs> You haven't hit that number. I haven't hit that number just yet. Um, I so think that's what I got from, that, from old whatever that word is. I think the next place we went was Harmony. Yes. Right? Because we yep. went there before we went to Cambria. Yep. Um, so at Har in Harmony, it's if you haven't been, it's a, the tiniest town that's like, I don't know. Three buildings. Yes. I was going to say six buildings maybe, but. There's something, there's something between Population there. 18. Yep. But they had a beautiful little pottery uh, store and a glass blowing store. Um, so what did you buy at the pottery store? I think we each bought something. Yep. Insanely good prices. Really good prices for yeah, handmade pottery. Oh, yeah. Insane. So I bought both the boys. Um, they're these very cool mugs with um, like kind of like scratched in and then like painted with glaze. Uh, all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. So for them, uh, one gets a train. There's a locomotive one. Huge. <laughs> the other one's getting uh, one with like an e a seed, an eagle with the seed, and then the plant that grew from. Yeah, the there were a lot of like native motif yeah. kind of art too, which was cool. Uh, so Dante loves Eagly from <laughs> what is that show? I don't know. John Cena's. Um, Superhero vehicle that's on HBO. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know what you're and talking he has about. A pet eagle that he called Eagly. It was. <laughs> that he's deeply bonded to. <laughs> it was like a spinoff of that movie. Um, oh, like overhead. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember. Well, I saw the movie. Is it? <laughs> You're going to have to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought a mug by the same artisan, um, which I think it's Mara is the person's name because that's what it says on the bottom of my mug. But I bought a, it's sort of like a square base that comes to like a round opening at the top. Mm -hmm. And I love a big mug because I want yeah. a lot of coffee. Yeah. And I liked that they too. made big mugs. Yes. Um, so I bought one that's um, got these like rustic little cats on them. <laughs> And one of them is like golden brown and the other is blue and the other one is like tricolor and they all look a little bit dopey, but they're very cute and yeah. it's like a nice sturdy mug. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's $27. A... I know. It's in... oh, they I have got... a lot of cool I stuff. Got some that is hand oh, thrown. nice. These are all hand thrown pieces. Mm -hmm. I was debating between the cats and Coca Pelli. Um, 
And I liked both of them, but I had to buy it. There was only one cat mug, and yeah. I was like, I have to buy the cat one. Um, the show I am referencing is Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, I saw... He was in a movie. Um, it was like... Oh... Harley Quinn was in it. It might have been yeah, Harley Quinn. You're talking about <laughs> the thing I can't think of, which is oh, the Suicide Squad. That's the movie yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Yes, he was in that. That's yeah. it, this is the spinoff yeah. of that. Okay, yeah. we got there. Uh, and um, I can't wait for the new one to come. But it's holy cow, July 2025. No, oh, oh, you're gonna have to wait a bit. Pierce to the heart. <laughs> um, that is the only thing I got in harmony. I think was my one mug. Very good. So I got um, one thing I didn't need, but you always can use another garlic grater or ginger grater. Um, I, by grater, it's not like a regular grater. The ones that I've seen before are like these flat, di- semi-flat dishes that have a raised uh, textured edge, like little little tiny spikes. Um, not sharp, but what you would, when you rub the garlic or ginger across it it makes it into like a puree very pulpy i've seen the guy at the fair mm-hmm. yeah. and this one is beautiful it's like a charcoal but with a little pearlescent i think mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, if that's I the can... right and then I, he had all of these little origami cranes yeah and they hold your chopsticks they're yep. very sweet i got a green one and a pink one. i almost bought one just to put on a shelf i was gonna buy a gold one but the gold didn't like like there were some Funniness to the gold. Mm. Um, I'm gonna use it as a they, brush stand. Yeah, there. It's because if if you, you if you don't know this, you're not supposed to leave your stab your chopsticks in into your noodles when you're not using them, or even put them on the side of your bowl. They should be off to the side. I always put them along the edge, but even that's not really bueno. But I will tell you the thing I almost bought that I really could not justify it was a dip a dip bowl Aww. and then on the inside it says now's the time i should tell you that this was laced with lsd <laughs> yeah i really liked that artist because they also had the mug with like a crazy looking beekeeper on it and on the other side it said i can't stop thinking about bees and i almost i should have bought that one we might have to drive back through and so i can buy it it was very cute well, you know just because we have a checkout time doesn't mean we have to go home <laughs> They're not expecting me at any particular time tomorrow. I did not. I refused to tell them a time. I said, I'm not making dinner because I don't know what time I'll be at home. Yeah, there you go. It's not so, my night. It's Alexander's yeah. night tomorrow. So that is what I got in Harmony. Very cool. Sweet. So we stopped in Harmony on the way into Cambria, and we went to Ball and Skane and More, um, which is, I'm glad that they have found a buyer for, so they yes. are not closing. And continue um, their legacy. Yeah. So what... Did you buy a ball and skein and more? Now for this big bag. Oh, and it's got a big bag, a big Anna Kappa bag yeah. of yarn. That yeah. made me feel good too because they are like Anna Kappa bags. I was worried because it is a big bag and I kept putting things in the big bag. Uh huh. And I'm like, this is going to be a test of a green bag. Yes. And it handle it. Yes. They're good bags. So, like, I. I'm trying not to buy sweaters quantity because I bought 10 sweaters quantity this <laughs> in January when Shibui was closing. Um, so I wandered around and I touched. And it's a very, very nice store. So much to choose from. All the so monos. Like our, Every monos they have. 
a monos distributor. Yep. <laughs> um, it's they had signs. It's like we carry every monos yarn. Yeah, it is true. Uh, so touched and thought and touched and thought, and I settled on this Trendsetters Sofio Cashmere. Um, it is. 65% merino, 30% cashmere, 5% nylon. It's a chunky, but very like lofty and not dense at all. Yeah. It has 76 yards. And they had a really cute little cowl. May I touch it? Yeah. Pass it around. Touch it. Oh, so squishy. Um, yeah, a beautiful kind of lacy cowl. I just want to make a kitten-shaped stuffed animal and just use it as a You could. Well, that's essentially, I mean, similar to your plan here. They had a sample in three shades, Marine Terrace Cowl. That's one of their shop designs. I bought mm. it on Ravelry because it's best. Like, I want all my patterns on Ravelry. I don't want a little piece of paper. Um, and I picked three colors. Teal, a kind of almost... Like a deserty. That's a gorgeous color. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a desert, like a desert rose color. Yeah. Like a nudie kind of. It's yeah. very pretty. Uh, and this slate blue. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna make that. And then Katie was walking by me, very and this essentially totally matches the color palette of my other lion shirt. Oh yeah. I'm wondering, like, how many skeins of that it would take to make a sweater because I want to be so cozy. <laughs> I want to be very hot and oh, very cozy in that sweater. Cool. Well, I think, I mean, the cowl must be done on pretty big needles. I yeah. I guess 13. This is my guess without reading or looking at the pattern. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real nice. And it's uh, such a good price. Yeah, it, and it was on sale. Yeah. So it ended up being, it was $12, marked $12, it was $9 a bottle. Oh, shoot. So I felt even more... Um, they, very squishy. And I updated my email with them, so so I can't I, because I wasn't getting anything from their email list. So oh, I updated their e my email so oh, I can. Cool. She said, if you run out of something, well, you can order it and we can ship it to you. Guess what size needles? Thirteen. Thirteen. Nice. It's almost hey, like you teach knitting or something. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's so soft. It's like a kitty cat. Yeah. Um, then in their sales section, I found a blast from the past that we never had very much of, or not when I worked at yeah. Cafe Frog Tree Alpaca Sport, which is why classic. I thought that without like reading labels, that the Blue Sky, whatever that stuff's called, the Woolstock, Woolstock was a sport. Sport because if it's five grams and twelve yards, yeah, that is ten percent of a fifty gram ball, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. okay. So this is a 50 gram ball. Okay. The same fiber uh, content. 130 yards. It's alpaca, which is not heavier. Right. No, it's lighter. Mm, okay. So 130 yards. Yeah. 10% of that is 13 yards. 13 yards in five grams, 12 yards in five grams. And this should be pretty lofty too. So I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah, that blooms quite a bit. Yeah. So it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, that it would seem so similar, the but I found to be be called different. I think it is similar. Like I think the trustiest yeah. way to yeah, I think that'll fluff, and yeah. I'm sure you can mix them just fine. I think the trustiest way to do substitutions is by weights. Mm -hmm. and content is important to consider too, because yeah. the same 
cut some things like like wool is going to be heavier than alpaca. Linen. You're going to get more yardage from yeah. alpaca for the same. If it's 100 percent alpaca, when they throw man-made fibers, this is 100 percent alpaca. Yeah. So okay, so that's going to have more yardage. One yard. It's one yard further. So yeah, huh. that's you're right. It's one yard further. It is one thirteenth bigger. Something like that. Sure. Nobody else check my math. Okay. <laughs> Don't we're tell done, me if I'm wrong. We're done with the follow along on the chalkboard here. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, and then I got this wonderful, perfect Kelly Green Ultra Wool, 100% super wash wool from Barocco, because um, there's a really fun beret pattern that was the April hat, and I want all the colors with that. Mm. Oh yeah, that would be a good beret color. Yeah. Um, you go play golf. Yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think Katrinkles makes hilarious things, uh, but sometimes I think they're a little overpriced. Mm -hmm. And this was definitely overpriced, but it's so flipping cute. Oh, um, I think Xenia has these. Right side and wrong side. Two halves yeah. of a sheep. And One I of our customers has them, and they are very funny. Really could have used it on the shoulder I was working on on Alexander's sweater. Dante's sweater. Oh, yeah. Right? Child yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's why he's also called Aladante. <laughs> so when the um, my sister and I were jointly Kami. Yeah. When I was growing up, so I understand. <laughs> Aladante, uh, and I'm sure it'll help me on the other shoulder. I also could have used it on the hood. But anyways, uh, how to embroider a TNNA book, which. Uh, Mirabella is learning cross stitch and maybe she'll also be interested in embroidery and these books have the best best very, illustration. Very thorough information without being too like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah, those it's are good books. Very much straight to the point. So I'm hoping she will find it. She's not she doesn't like to read. So if she has to read to learn to do something, she is not into it too much. Mm. Like we were doing her packing list on Friday before we left. So she's going on a trip tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh huh. And she gave up when I was kind of bored and dozed off because I wasn't reading it for her anymore. <laughs> so that is everything I bought at that place, Ball and Skin. I bought one ball of yarn, um, which I'm looking. I have misplaced the um, label for it, but I remembered what it was because I Googled it so I could look it up. Um, Sammy from Amano Yarns. Oh, yeah. So I bought one skein. It is a DK weight, 100% cotton, and I said, and feel this. And it feels great. I think it was $9 for a skein. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, so I was like, what am I going to make with this one skein of yarn that I really want to buy? Um, it's 100% Pima cotton, beautiful... Um, what would you call this color? That's Caramel. Cinnamon. That's really cinnamon. Yeah, it's kind of a spicy, spicy. orangey brown. Nutmeg. It's a beautiful color. Um, I, I get behind nutmeg. Very soft. Um, and I'm going to make the Sophie scarf. Is that the name of that pattern? Yes. Um, which is a petite knits, little triangle, kind of kerchiefy scarf, which... I don't like the idea of like a little tiny scarf tied around my neck makes me feel uncomfortable, but I think in this very soft cotton, I will have no problem. And I don't trust this yarn to make a lot of things with it because it's like... It's 100% cotton. Yeah. The girl at the store was saying she was making a tank top out of it, which she sounds adorable, that. but I'm afraid she, of it. She's young and therefore I find that just by virtue of her youth, that she does not have as many years of knitting that you, the three of us have. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but that is not a fair assumption. True. 
Um, so that is what I bought. I also bought a crochet hook, but that's not that exciting. It was really hard not to buy some of that yarn after I touched it, but I already have one of those going and I'm not the Sophie scarf and I'm not sure yeah. how much I will wear it. Even yeah. though it seems like a super fun thing to make, I want to finish one and see. That's kind of how I felt. It's like, I, I'll make one yeah. because everybody else in the world has made one and yeah. it takes one skein, like 150 gram skein of yarn. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, so that's all I bought there. Okay. Um, I started off, I got a toy from a cat. <laughs> it's a, it's a mouse that is a hundred percent felted wool. Cute. So it's wool on top of wool on top of wool felted into a very dense, um, thing. That's very satisfying. Yeah. Cute. And and I walked in and I saw her wall of buttons and it made me so homesick for Anna Kappa. And then I saw, I don't have any plans for them, but I saw one of them. And there's, and you know, like the the tubes in Anna Kappa, there's Mm -hmm. just the one and then there's the one on top. I couldn't leave the one on top alone. So I have a pair of buttons and they're painted wood and they like a, just a five petal flower with little black dot dash lines on it. I don't want to ruin it for you, but, but it, it looks like that corpse flower that oh, like yeah. opens up once a year and is real stinky. I love but it in a different color. color. Okay, okay, that's fine. I love it. That's what it made me think of. It's corpse flower. That is it. It's a blue. It's a blue corpse flower. Teal to green to yellow in the center. Um, yeah, I've got two. I was thinking, you know, if we had one of the sweaters that just has the two buttons. On the top, or maybe I'll. Anne and I were talking about making buttons earrings. into earrings. Yeah. Oh, you know, that'd be pretty. If I wore mm-hmm. earrings, I don't really wear earrings because uh, my ears. An hour into it, and they're inflamed. Mm-hmm. They they just don't like wearing earrings. No matter what I do, if I try dipping the things in Norisporin, I try dipping in lots of different things. My it literally gets red and puffy and awful after one hour. So. Mine, ha- My ears have become much more sensitive as I've become older. Like I can hardly wear like if I bought like the like the surgical steel or like mm-hmm. the sterling it's fine but like I look at the cute earrings at Target and I'm like oh like I had a wedding to go to. I bought cheap earrings and I was like I had to take them out. Like yeah after I write put them in. Yep. Yep. My ears have always been that way. You gave me a tip once of putting neosporin on them as you put them in, and that has helped a lot. Mm. That means, for me, that means I can go two hours. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's something special that, you know, there's going to be pictures, I will take them with me and put them in, but and try to put them in blind because I can't really see the holes. Well, it's and, for feel, yeah. Yeah, it's by feel. So... Cute. I love that these are corpse flowers. <laughs> I love it. Okay, moving on. Um, I bought a crochet hook because um, I've got two projects with the same hook and I don't want to have to go back and forth. And I've never tried the prism or got or prim. Ergon, uh, prim. Thank you. Prim ergonomics. Yeah, they're um, nice hooks. Are you guys what's for dinner holders like overhand or are you pencil holders? I'm a. I'm, a, I'm an overhand. I'm an overhand. Overhand. I don't know. I yeah. I, I, I don't do the pencil. Like, no, I can't do the pencil hold. Like I'm a. I'm like a Neanderthal holding it. <laughs> I like the, how it I looks where this, people hold it fancy, okay. but like it's a pain in the butt. Well, I can't I make it work. To, I do it this way. I switched to pencil holding. So overhand. I just it's can't get the angle. But I'm not gripping it yeah, yeah, yeah. like a knife. It's you more. You keep it loose. I keep it loose. 
because uh, then it can do the work by my fingers more and it's less on my wrist. Well, I switched from overhand because I was getting wrist strain and switched to pencil holds. But now I'm getting like thumb pain. Mm. <laughs> Crocheting does take a different toll on me than knitting does. Yeah. Like I can't crochet forever. And it's more, mostly like my left shoulder that feels it for some reason. The hand that holds the crochet hook is fine. Before we move on, but also talking about it's more my hand, my crochet hook hands, mm. hand motions. My my Fitbit um, watch is on my right hand, which is also my knitting and crochet hand. Um, and it tells me I walked a lot that day. Yeah, is that really cheating? Or I am using my. You're not walking. Yeah. It doesn't count as a step. I mean, it I'm not going to call exercise. it cheating, Karen. But who are you cheating if you if it were cheating? Right. Okay. When I think about it, I move it to my other hand, so it's still you doing my... You just take it off for the time you're crocheting. No, because I wanted to keep track of my, my, my heartbeat, my temperature, oh. my breathing rate, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and also, once I take it off, I'll forget to put it back on before That's I go to fair. bed. And I'm trying using it to track my sleeping rate. So, okay. And then, while I was there, oh, I got these two big balls of... Barocco Dash, and they're cream colors with little dashes of color, literally like it says, and it's 92% wool, wool. It's like a chainette, I guess. Uh, it's like it, yeah. It's very squishy and fluffy, and I did get the book that goes with it, because I feel like if I didn't get, I like the things in the book, and I when I there's like, there's six patterns, and I liked four, or four of them, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's worthwhile. That's cute. How much does the vest take? The vest takes more than I than mm. I wanted to spend. Because <laughs> mm. they're not cheap, but no. they are getting, um, let me see what the they yardage is. They have cute is. samples there, too. 230 yeah. yards per ball. So I've got 460 yards to of make a big cowl or something out of. Bulky, so that's mm -hmm. like a lot. Out of a bulky. And I thought the book would keep me motivated. Otherwise, this will be yarn that is really pretty. Just looking at you. And all. Yeah, and I won't do it, but I've got this book. Nice. To encourage me, um, yeah, it's got. It, I would say this is if you're someone who's newer to cro to knit or crochet, because um, I think they have both, and they might just have knit. But um, no, they have a crochet pattern in here as well. That's one of the things I like. Is that these? This is. I think this is a friendly beginner friendly yarn, and the book of patterns are all beginner. Even the vest. Um, and the raglan sweater, not maybe not so much, but I know that these, oh, they have mitts and a hat set. These are all very mm -hmm. friendly. But they're approachable for yeah, sure. They're approachable. Yeah. Um, Cute. So of course, because the thing that's challenging about the vest and the sweater is they're just bigger projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They take a little more fortitude to get through. So one color, the dashes go from gray to teal to navy, and then the other one has green, various shades of green. Going into, I don't know, what do you call that? It's not slate, because that's no, more of a... It's, it's that moss color. Maybe? It's a type of fur. Yeah. Like a, like a fur, and there's more it's of It's like a, a grayish green. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty. Yeah, like a silver tip fur. Mm -hmm. Sure. To be specific. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know um, Because I always thought the ones, they call them fur trees, and I thought those are not fur trees. I think of Christmas trees, and I think of fur trees, and silver tip is sparse. We skipped a um, stop. Oh, what do we, what? Because you only you bought fabric or yarn there. What was the name of that place? Let's Knit. Let's Knit oh. in 
Grover, Grover Beach. Beach. Grover Beach. Let's knit. That's right. Yeah, I didn't find anything there, but we stopped there too. What'd you get? Um, I got um, two balls of yarn, but they're different types of, they're different yarns and different colors. And because they had kits that had one of each, but I didn't do any of the kits or any of patterns, but I thought, okay, I can do something. I'm going to make like a um, Asian crochet thing where I'm knitting, going my forward pass of one and my return pass of the other. So I have this charcoal that is called, I think they're called yarn, they're all, their labels all say yarn and beads. But this is laying wool addicts. Both of these are wool addicts, but one is earth, and that is just a 50 gram acrylic wool blend with, um, it looks like a, why does it say consumption? I don't know what that means. Um, it looks like it's a chunky. Yeah. Chunky weight. And. Oh, like this is something Lang does. They put like the approximate amount you'd need for a thing. Oh. So that's okay. for oh, a yeah. size medium men's sweater, size medium women's sweater. Useless. Oh, and a children's. Oh, <laughs> nice. Up to, up to 10 years old. Yeah. 300 grams. Okay. And what's the other one? The other one is called water. So I have earth and water. Mm -hmm. They had air, but I didn't like the colors of air. And wa water is this really bumblebee yellow. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a soft, fuzzy. It is a mixture of, let me see what it is. You can find it. <clears throat> you know, it's not telling you what it's made from. That's weird. It's like a boucle kind it's of texture. Oh, it's a hundred percent baby alpaca. Nice. nice. But yeah, it's like a boucle. Yeah, I forgot about that. Stop. So yeah. Um, why don't we do like an honorable mention, like any uh souvenir or anything anywhere else we went? I bought some soap. Oh, when, about, we were, when we were in Cambria, I did go someplace else. I got, yeah, I bought this in Cambria. Mm -hmm. um, mine, this doesn't have a brand on it. Um, there's a little bath shop in Cambria, and the name of it is not on this bag or on the soap, so I can't tell you. No, no, no. There's the other one. Um, but I bought two bars of cherry almond scented soap. Um, from a store that I can't tell you the name of. Um, it was down the way. Yeah. Was <laughs> that the same place? No. No, this was at Lynn's like gift shop. Yeah. Oh. What'd you get? Um, this lotion called mm. Sunday Beach. It's a goat milk lotion by some brand called Simplify. Nice. And since it's all like generic gift stuff you can buy anywhere, I'm sure you can get this at other Probably. Yes. It was a gift store. But I, I um, did the tester, walked around the store, went into two other stores, had to go back. Nice. Because it just smells so good. Uh, so I got that and a little travel size one. Um, uh, I also bought beads locally. The, uh, yeah, the store I bought the um, soap from, they made there, they said they, they had certain scents and, and stuff, but um, I think... Is it Lucia? I'm looking it up on Google Maps to see if I could tell you, but it doesn't matter too much. I don't remember what it was called. Karen, what'd you buy? Uh, I went to two different places. I went to Spellbound, which is one of my favorite. It's an herbal shop, and they have, you know, bath, teas, all kinds of stuff. But I actually got uh, flower seeds. I got a couple of packets. The botanical interest, I know I could get them other places, but I just, I go in that one of them, is a type of poppy called the Shirley Single Blend. 
Um, they're really pretty. They're pinks and reds and just uh, and creamy white with the bits of pink on there. And yeah, then I always like, like a, um, what's the local poppy that's like, white? Not like ice oh, like a Matillaha? Yeah. Oh. They look kind of like... They're probably black. smaller, but they're, yeah, similar shape. And then I like Cosmos, and these are also white and pink, um, and we have a place in the backyard where I know where Cosmos will do well. Nice. And then because it was a $10 minimum and I hadn't quite met it, <laughs> I got these two little, um, they're like opaline type glass mushrooms. Cute. Put them in the garden, put them in a little... Oh, cute. Topiary, not topiary, um... Terrarium. Terrarium. Uh, I got that from Spellbound, and then we went to Lynn's, and I got um, pie filling and a lullaberry tea, which I'll have some tonight because that's for me. The, I, I could buy a pie and take it home, but then I wouldn't be able to eat it because um, the price for their whole gluten-free pie was like really... I didn't want to spend $60 on a pie. But I could spend a smaller amount and buy the filling and make my own pie with their Alala Berry filling. Nice. Um, but I got some goat's milk hand cream in honeysuckle and coconut scent. That's probably really nice. I got a little jar of Alala Berry preserves for my mom-in-law. Because if I get the big jar, she, she'll be like, I'll never use that. But if I get her a little jar, she'll like it. I got some Alala Berry truffle, which I might enjoy <laughs> that tonight. And, um, that's it. Cool. Um, well, yeah, I think we're gonna call it a night and we're gonna go sit on the couch, maybe watch a movie. Um, we have to record our bonus content for our Patreon. So if you're a patron, you can uh, hear us talk more about our little trip. Um, yeah, but I guess other than that, we'll see you guys next month. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye. 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 Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Lecrevin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com.